Now, I want to play you a conversation I had this morning with the president of COSATU, the president of COSATU being, um, why am I forgetting the president? Zingisa. <laughs> Zingisa Lewis is the president of COSATU. I had a conversation with her this morning about Labour's expectations. Um, so I want you to listen to that conversation. And when we come back, um, I want to take some of your voice notes. I want to take some calls if you want to call us on 011-883-0702, reacting to the conversations we've had uh, so far with all a number of guests that we've brought uh, before. So this is what uh, I had a conversation with, uh, Zingis Alosi, the president of COSATU. Zingis Alosi, thank you so much for making time for us. Good morning. Good morning, Clement, and good morning to your listeners of 702. So, Eskosatu, what are your expectations of this final state of the nation address for the sixth administration? Uh, look, we, as you said, that this is the final, the assumed final month of the sixth administration in Parliament. What we expect is really nothing new but the intervention plan from 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 the president and his cabinet. Clear timeline on uh, the work that the sixth parliament has said they will be doing we do appreciate what they've done but we think we need all decisions for example workers in this country are looking forward to the two point pension reforms by first of september this year uh, and we want the president want to hear the president speaking on that matter we are also looking forward to the uh, president speaking boldly on the uh, expansion of the presidential employment stimulus uh, that would be able to accommodate one million people by April and also by November two million because we want to address the issues of the youth unemployment. What we are also looking to hear from the president is um, the, the issue of the social relief distress grant. You would know that uh, we have called for this during COVID. We got it. They wanted to take it away when we were opening. We said no because we have been calling for the basic income grant. And we want to hear the president uh, uh, being very bold in telling us that um, this is going to continue and it will move uh, to full poverty line at least by November because this addresses the 8 million unemployed people in our country. And amongst other things that we want to see is the uh, intervention packages for, 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 for ESCOM, which is a further relief, but also critically for Transnet uh, and, and, and other SOEs that are embedded because we are not just talking about jobs tenant uh, uh, at Transnet, at ESCOM, at, at, at Metro Rail, at Dinner, at Post Office, but we are also talking about the value chain. Uh, you are talking about mining, manufacturing, and agricultural sectors, and many others. So this is critical for us if we are to build this economy we need to ensure that these state-owned entities we are able to employ people that know the mandate that they have and are capable of running companies of this magnitude another mm -hmm. issue that we want to see is to hear the president talking about how what is the plan to to stabilize local government and uh, the 36 municipalities that are failing to pay staff but also that are struggling to provide quality municipal services and also it is <clears throat> the president to, to to also speak about of course fighting crime and corruption in our country and and also of critical vacancies across frontline public service uh, 
this is critical if you go particularly to public hospitals and you see how public servants are working tirelessly understaffed and this does not just have an impact to their lives and their livelihood but also to those that are meant to receive these uh, uh, public services but also what we want to see is for parliament to really be able to uh, uh, finalize the remaining bills that are before parliament uh, we're talking about the national health insurance we're all looking forward to it uh, the expropriation bill the public procurement and the post office bill and company bill so these are just few issues amongst others that we want to hear bold mm-hmm. uh, 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 steps that the president says in the sixth administration as it's, it's it's coming to an end these are the timelines to ensure that what they have said they were going to do we appreciate what they've okay. done but we would really want to see work uh, uh, being done now as we wrap up yeah well, one of the biggest announcements last year was the uh, announcement of the electricity minister in the presidency uh, the president saying that this is someone who is going to help respond to this crisis to oversee the work of uh, the energy crisis committee have you seen the difference as Kosati, of the appointment of this electricity minister in this energy crisis this country is facing look i think we have seen gymnastics <laughs> for lack of a better word South Africa in in terms of uh, load shedding. Uh, But we must also appreciate, Clement, that it is not just about what the minister is is doing uh, on his own, but it's going to take all of us. You see, you wake up every day and you find people that are digging trenches, stealing copper, stealing, uh, 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 you know, just damaging the infrastructure. And at times in the areas that we live in, you would realize that you, actually it's not load shedding, it's a blackout. It is because people have stolen a cables. So it's going to take all of us as South Africans, as people that live in this country, to understand that uh, my actions have a direct impact to the economy in, in, in what I do. But we want to say that we have seen some, that's why I'm saying it has been gymnastics because it would have its... Uh, uh, areas where we would not have load shedding for 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 a good uh, uh, probably a, a month maximum, but then we will come back to it again. So we we are hoping that the president is going to speak about how we are going to try and give relief to ensure that we are able to stabilize that. But also critically, it is this is what Kosatu has also called for. Who is the minister reporting to? And also, if you are going to have the state-owned entities as a department, instead of taking these SOEs to line functioning departments, we think then we are going to be able, well, you've got the mineral uh, and department, Minister Mandashal's department, and then you also have the SOE department, you have other departments that speak to this, and, and, and whom does the minister report to? And we think that if we're able to align um, a cabinet and ensure that you don't have this SOE ministry that when you speak about transport and then you still have the Minister of Transport, you have the Minister of SOEs and then Transnet won't have one report to about these things. So we think that if we are to also save um, a money 
government must be able to do away with this department and then give money where it is needed because money does not have to be uh, uh, spent uh, in the manner that it is. We think money must be channeled to where uh, relief is needed. And, and, and we think mm-hmm. that ESCOM really needs this, but we really need to also pull ourselves together also as a country to ensure that we are able to assist. Uh, but what we want to see is for us to strengthen this with ESCOM in order for us to infrastructure and invest and speaking of money that's something that government doesn't have enough of i mean they've been trying to rein in spending uh, you spoke about the uh, the social relief distress grant um that's going to need money um from the government um they've also announced last year um a freeze in new public service jobs as Kosatu, how concerned are you around these austerity measures? Because uh, they ultimately have an impact on, on, on job creation. Oh, definitely. We, we are concerned and we are against these austerity measures. And this is part of the things that we want to see government calling uh, in terms of when we want to hear the president talking about the spending. Because you are not going to grow the economy when you are not spending. And, 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 and also, for example, I said, we want the feeling of um, vacancy in the sector. People, and you have a, a vacancy that is filled, you have one uh, public sector employee that does the job of the three. Others died on duty, others went on retirement and all of that, and those vacancies are not filled. The pressure that you are giving to that public servant has a direct impact to the community that are mm-hmm. supposed to receive services there. And also, you know what it does? You have to go for an example. A person needs to leave work, take a day off, you are not paid, go and chill at home affairs. Go and chill at the clinic in order for you to get your medication. You have lost a day's wages for that day. And this is what the economy cannot afford and this is what workers cannot afford. And you end up not getting what you need and you must come back tomorrow. We can't afford that. Secondly, if you cut spending, you won't be able to grow the economy. So it is just simple economics for us that you spend, you invest in your economy, you create jobs, and you allow How an do you expect the president to address that? We want to hear bold, bold, bold decisions, Clement, that uh, government is going to be filling the, the vacancies. Because remember, if you are not going to fill in these vacancies, but also if you are not going to spend in, in your economy, then people would not have the buying power. And therefore, those that are employed are less than those that are receiving social relief from government. And what you are bringing in as revenue cannot then be sustained because now the taxes are not enough. So we are expecting government to, to really be bold about how they're going to invest into the economy, but also how they're going to also uh, 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 give support to SARS. Because there's a lot of money that is leaving this country through illicit financial flows. We want government to have bold steps in ensuring that we are not going to reverse the the improvement that we have seen 
it may be as minimal, but we think we can build on what we have seen in terms of SARS to ensure that it gets to be strengthened. And there are no businesses that are going to be doing business in South Africa, but they are not paying what is due to them in terms of taxes. So uh, we, we expect government to also be bold on that because there are many ways, there's, there's money in this country. But also, Clement, we also want to see a, a beneficiation. We have to hear government talking about the plans to beneficiate. We can't afford anymore to really be ex- exporting our raw materials and importing them at a high cost. But in order for us to do that, we need to fix Transnet. We need to fix the infrastructure in our country. But also we need to ensure that crime and corruption is fought left, right and center because as you do that, you still have people that are reconnecting electricity illegally. You have people that are taking, a, 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 um, as I've said, digging trenches and removing a, a, a steel underneath. So we can't afford that. We need to ensure that government is going to also jack up in terms of police and security in our country to ensure that uh, that infrastructure that we'll be investing on is really protected. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rate this president? It's his last State of the Nation address before the elections. He may or may not return um, after the election. So over the last, what, eight State of the Nation addresses that he has delivered, how do you rate him and his government? <laughs> well, because there have been challenges, we when he got into this last administration, we he hit COVID, uh, which all of us have to deal with, not just South Africa. I will give him probably a six, with given all the challenges that have been there. Because look, we have okay. seen some, we have seen some uh, uh, interventions and achievements actually that uh, uh, he has been able to deliver uh, uh, for us as workers the national minimum wage that now we've just received the 8.5 percent increase. Workers now who were at uh, when we took over, we had workers that over six million that were earning at six rands or 16 rands an hour today. They are at 27 rand, 58 cents. That's a huge improvement. Uh, we have progressive legislation that has been signed through Parliament. Uh, we have seen employment equity and compensation of uh, injuries and diseases act that is also uh, in front of Parliament. And, and, and we think that we have been able to move, but we think we, we, we can be able to do more. Um, so, but also with an appreciation that he inherited a, a, a government that was stripped apart. It's a reality. And to rebuild, it's going to take you time to be still, to try and rebuild whilst you need to move forward in terms of what you said you were going to do to the people of your country. So he had to balance that. And we think... If I was rating, I would give him a six given the challenges that he had to deal with as he took over the uh, government. All right. Zingi Salo, see, uh, the president of Kosadi, thank you for making time for us. Thank you so much, Clement. Thanks for having us.